0: Hello, and welcome to Jump Cuts, a podcast about movies. My name is Charlie. I am joined by my co-host, Will. Hello. And Park. Hello. This week, we watched Death by Temptation, a movie about dating in New York City. So, uh, this was Will's pick, and I
1: suppose you have some explaining to do. (laughs) So, (laughs) Will, take it away. (laughs) so uh elden ring came out so i picked a 90 minute movie <laughs> so we can get the hell out of here and go back to playing it um no so actually i had never heard of this movie until i saw a local video store the possibly only local video store uh videodrome
0: i said i think they hold that like claim to fame they are the only video rental store left in the state of georgia
1: yeah very very likely uh uh and i saw them tweet out a picture of this movie with the director slash writer slash lead leading man uh holding it and uh and being like oh this is like a you know important horror movie uh please go watch it and i was like you know what i I guess to honor my (laughs) my return to atlanta uh i'll pick this movie because why not i I like i like low or mid-budget horror movies so This one should be a fun ride. And boy, (laughs) boy, was (laughs) it. Um, So uh, Death by Temptation is about... uh, I've seen her described as a vampire, a succubus, and a demon. Um, She's really a demon. The IMDb says succubus, but uh, I think just like a regular... They don't don't ever call her that in the movie. But uh, she is going around New York City... Uh, praying on men and i guess by around new york city i really mean just going to the same bar every night <laughs> and preying on men mm-hmm. um which you think would uh, lead to some uh attention from people and it actually does they cover that in the movie um so that's uh, I-, I guess like our enemy and then there's uh our-, our hero of the movie who is also once again the writer and director of the film uh his name is joel uh who is a a good little little man <laughs> like, <I> don't know how <laughs> old he is like he's it's definitely like a kind of a coming of age thing for him right like he's like a young man uh who's uh wants to be like a preacher and he's at the end of his preacher training whatever that is <laughs> and he wants to see more of the world and get more like perspective before he starts uh preaching anywhere and like giving advice to people which seems like a pretty smart thing to do. And on top of that, he's having some uh, really <laughs> terrifying uh dreams about uh demons and uh, the death of his father <laughs> at night which uh makes him want to get out of uh I think he's in like a small town in North Carolina or maybe 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 a city, maybe he's in Charlotte or something I don't remember. Um so he goes up to uh New York City to uh hang out with his i think it's this like biological brother right uh k or it's not like his his cousin i'm not sure
0: i don't know it's never really like that clear you know I'm pretty they, sure they're they at went, least
1: family because he knows his grandma
0: yeah and they went to like ordination school together but he left to go really? become an yeah. actor yeah because that's like the thing yeah, he he says, like, that says like i haven't one seen one you it. since uh oh, ordination yeah, yeah, yeah. school but he you know
1: k left to go become an actor in new york city gotcha so he goes up to uh meet him and uh by the time joel gets to new york Kay has already crossed paths paths with this demon uh who we later find out her name is literally temptation <laughs> which is really <laughs> great um so there's there's some backstory i guess in the the never made prequel <laughs> of this film even though i think it desperately could use a prequel uh especially considering who the actors are who play these characters um so joel's father uh was uh, hunted and eventually killed by uh temptation and is also played by samuel l jackson <laughs> who is, i think by far like the most famous and like highest build many uh, orders actor in the magnitude. Movie yeah next to, i mean bill nunn is in this movie as well and like he's famous but he's not like samuel L. jackson famous yeah um samuel L. jackson like a lot of uh like lower mid-budget movies that have one really big name in it he's in the movie for like 15 minutes it's a very very common thing uh you know they probably shot all the scenes really quickly uh it or like all in the same day or two which you know i would do the same thing right um so we get it's mostly like little flashbacks to him being hunted by this demon and then eventually getting in like a car crash that thanks due to the demon and that kills uh him and his wife and leaves Joel an orphan to go live with uh his grandma who likes to give him uh really like threatening life advice and look at the camera a lot <laughs> <laughs> is her favorite activity um and yeah, that, that's sort of the setup. It's, it's going to be a battle between good and evil, between this uh, priest in training and a, a succubus, demon, temptress woman who is uh, destroying lives in New York City. <laughs>
0: Is, so is she a demon or is she a vampire? Because like, there's the whole thing where she doesn't appear in the mirror, and like one of the guys she takes home at the very beginning, doesn't she just like bite him and and make him a thrall of hers? I guess
1: that's why I thought vampire, but they never used the word vampire in the movie, from what I can tell. Does, but you're right about the the mirror thing. Yeah, makes you think vampire, but she she's more than that. By the end of the movie, you see her like change. Or if she is a vampire, she's like. I don't know. She's it's like Witcher-style
0: looking. vampire where, like, they just completely shed their, like, normal human looks and just look demonic.
1: Yeah, they don't get too into the mechanics of her, which I think is probably for the best. Yeah, <laughs> no.
0: They don't really but, get too uh, into the mechanics of a lot of the supernatural, because there's, like, more than just her as well. But I guess we can bring that kind of shit up later. My favorite scene in the entire movie is one particular supernatural bit, which I right, we'll, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> but yeah. Um, it would have been worse if it made sense.
1: So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, this movie has it's kind of an anomaly for me, right? Cuz I first picked it like knowing nothing and I just thought it would be like okay, this is, you know, going to be a pretty good like low-budget horror movie. But they didn't I started looking at the credit of director writer lead actor I was like oh no <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> is this gonna be a Neil Breen or a Tommy Wiseau situation right because usually to me that's like the kiss of death for a movie right is if you have the same guy doing all three of those things because yep. usually when you see that you're thinking like oh this is gonna be a guy who's like really full of himself and he's gonna put himself in a bunch of like sex scenes with like uh like women and like show off how cool he is and uh it's going to be a total ego trip the whole time but this movie is not at all that and I almost feel bad for even like thinking that it might be because uh this is the first time I've ever seen someone fill those three roles and me like like them as a person afterwards. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> it, it you don't feels... love Neil Breen as a person. <laughs> I thought he was your hero. I, I I love Neil Breen as as a deity. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, like he he feels like it feels like he genuinely cares about the film.
1: In a you lot know, of he ways, he just like... wanted to make. A good movie yeah. like he, he, he's not weird about anything no.
0: <laughs> like he actually does the opposite of like being the character who's like wants to sleep with all the sexy women he plays like a devout like southern baptist christian priest who's like no i don't drink and i don't like sleep around or anything like that
1: yeah the whole movie is about him not having sex <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah very much the the opposite of the Breen experience of like this is just this is an Neil insane man with some money, like making an ego trip project that, like, he thinks is art, but nobody has ever told him no before, and he doesn't understand <laughs> what's going on. Uh, but it's funny for us. This is like this is a genuine artistic effort at making an interesting movie, and I think it is a, a really interesting movie. It yeah. obviously is constrained by budget and a lot of people that per their IMDb credits are trying these things for the first time, but I don't know, dude, I enjoyed it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I had a good time.
0: And what not in like a so bad, it's good way. Like I genuinely thought it was a really
1: interesting movie. Yeah. A lot of, I think especially like where, okay, actually I'm, I have to bring this up. Uh, his name is James Bob the third. Yeah. I was, I was <laughs> which wondering is the if cool, we to that yet. Yeah, <laughs> not, know. It's so cool. And also like it's, he didn't just like change his name to that like his dad was james bond jr and his grandfather was james bond just james bond before james bond was a character right so he had the name first (laughs) he is not like trying to like have this name for clout he's you know Mm -hmm. that's just his name which is sick that rules (laughs) His, the thing that i was most i guess like impressed by was uh a lot of like the shots he does and like the cinematography in general uh not a lot of first-time directors are willing to do the stuff he does with a camera in their movie like there's so many i love all like the dream sequences how like they they feel really like confusing and weird and like he mm-hmm. does a lot of like montage stuff that yeah uh works really well and there's even one i, I love the like they have the almost sex scene between k and uh temptation and uh they have like the saxophone guy like he, the guy, the guy is, like playing awesome. the saxophone and then they just transitions <laughs> to hit like the camera like pulls out to like them on a bed with the guy playing the saxophone just like in the next room <laughs> so you're like what there's like, like is a rice this, like...
0: paper between the two of them so you can still see his silhouette or some shit it's so, was so cool sad. and
1: then and then it's like revealed that he's like dreaming all of this so like it all makes it i don't know it was like mm-hmm. There's a lot of scenes like that where, like, I've genuinely, like, never seen this (laughs) before, and it's, like, really well executed.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There are some very good shots in this film with some, like, really attentive lighting that, like, worked for what they were doing. Like The lighting uh, is
1: incredible. Yeah. Yeah
0: the the set design too works really well with it the the one of the ones that jumped out to me Kay's apartment which is an incredible set all around yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about that more later but the way it's lit looks su supernatural I started to say supernatural and realized we I can't uh, just say uh-huh. supernatural talking about this movie it looks very <laughs> naturalistic like it is just you know like a lamp in there which is obviously not because you can't do that and then film a movie that doesn't work uh so however they set that up it i don't know it felt very like cozy and believable that was that was
1: my favorite set yeah i loved the blow up doll of ronald reagan (sighs) on the tv (laughs) and it has a payoff at the end (laughs) That was my favorite part of the whole movie. Uh, I mean, how could it not be? I I, I get why video drove the, the store likes this movie so much. Exactly.
0: <laughs> Lives up to their namesake,
1: truly. Oh, no, I have the hiccups. This is going to be bad. What was oh, that
0: noise? <laughs> that was adorable. Oh, it
1: sounded like, the cry, it was like a little hamster's cry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um. All right. Where were we before? We're talking about the shots in the movie. Oh yeah. Uh, which actually, there's a few more I wanted to talk about. That's cool.
0: Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Um. There was one. A lot of the the horror in this movie is. I, I'm not like scared leaving this movie. If you're looking for like to be like staying up at night after a movie, I don't think this is going to be the one for you. But there's a lot of uh stuff that I thought was really effective. Uh, especially. I think it was another scene of uh, temptation in a bed with one of her victims but it's all she's like veiled by i think a, a literal veil like hanging from like the four poster bed uh and it's when she's just like going crazy and like tearing him apart from yep. behind it and that actually it like looked great <laughs> like I don't, like honestly some of the effects leading up to that weren't so hot but like that scene in particular was the first horror scene where i was like damn like <laughs> this is like good <laughs> this is really good it,
0: the only downside is that like scenes like that then kind of get marred by the immediate use of like let's just really you know hold on let's let's just turn on the sound effects for the voice yeah, all of a <laughs> yeah. <It's>,
1: um <laughs> it, it doesn't yeah like i said it doesn't scare you but it's like there's just fun it's like fun horror oh yeah you know it's uh...
0: classic 90s camp horror i would honestly put this movie in the same category as like friday the 13th
1: i could i could see that i think friday
0: the 13th was a little bit more competent and this is a little bit more fun but like yeah this is way
1: funnier it, and like on purpose funnier in some in many cases. Mm-hmm. But it,
0: I get I got kind of the same feeling watching it
1: though. Of I get that. It just yeah. be
0: being kind of like a silly horror.
1: Totally, totally. Another thing I almost forgot to mention that uh you see you see a guy's dick in this movie. Oh yeah. <laughs> like at the very beginning for and at first I thought that he was the director cuz I knew that he played the leading man, and I thought the first guy we saw was going to be, like, the lead, right? Because they set up kind of a lot about his character. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, he's just he's just a guy. Like, you never, you never see him again because he <laughs> dies. But uh, at first I was like, man, respect, like, to catch yourself in the movie and get naked in the first, like, ten minutes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> get some full frontal nudity immediately.
1: At that point, I was like, I don't care if you're kind of weird in this movie. Like, that's <laughs> that takes some balls, literally. <laughs>
0: hey, we, we saw... Uh... We did see Neil Breen's balls in uh one of the movies. Which one was it?
1: We do, which is why I love and respect him so much.
0: <laughs> we see him floating in the pool.
1: We do. I still don't know if that was intentional. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no. I got off track with No, you're fine. like hanging dog in the movie.
0: <laughs> the the cinematography in a movie like this though was surprisingly good. Like I actually did love all of the jarring sudden close-ups in the horror scenes there was a lot of like jumping to just uh temptations eyes and then putting like a red bar across them whenever she was going like full demon which is like
1: the lighting man
0: yeah it's a great way to kind of create that effect without spending a ton of money (laughs)
1: like exactly yeah it's incredibly the film is like it feel it's probably it seems like very efficient with its money but it doesn't like feel very cheap like shot to shot really like any like cheapness i felt was just like oh they just like didn't have enough like actors <laughs> for yes. this maybe mm-hmm. like that's where i felt it mostly because like and like there weren't a ton of different sets like she's going to the same bar every time Where like if you had I'm sure if he had like millions and millions of dollars to spend on this, you know, if he had like triple the budget, she would be going to different places each time. But uh, the actual sets they had all looked really, really good. So I'm not like really bothered by that, you know, it's also also, it does literally factor into the plot, I guess. I was about to say it's part of the plot because
0: like Dougie sits there and goes to that bar every night to A, be a horny cop and B, to like keep eyes on her.
1: Yeah, this character, man, I want to talk about this character because this this threw me is hilarious to reveal <laughs> what he's been up to halfway through the movie. But uh it's you said Dougie, right? I'm so bad his name's in the movie. Okay. Yeah, so it's Dougie. Played by
0: Bill is that that's Bill Nunn's character. Yeah, but yeah that's Bill Nunn. Dougie,
1: Dougie is so the whole movie, he's <laughs> he's like a comic relief character. He's just at the bar trying to pick up women by like lying about anything and everything like he's just doing full-on like pickup artist shit um well i say pickup artist it's just like a loaded term now it's uh less threatening (laughs) than like a modern one you know it's just like
0: Mm -hmm.
1: you know he's like i'm a race car driver (laughs) and (laughs) like just like lying about his job and giving a lot of like bad one-liners that never work uh but he never goes after temptation because he's quote freaked out by her uh, and then you find out why part way through the movie. And it's because uh, he's agent Mulder <laughs> of yep. the X-Files um, before the X-Files was ever made, which is amazing. Like he's incredibly similar to like season one Mulder in his job and temperament, <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is hilarious uh, to think that like, did this movie inspire that character? I have no idea, um, but he's part of a special, uh, federal division that investigates like supernatural murders and they've noticed a lot of missing persons from this bar like in connection to her right and then he he gave some like horrifying story i don't he know if y'all about, remember it
0: yeah he talks about uh the like one of the guys who went home with her but did survive like wound up at the hospital saying he felt like there were snakes in his stomach and then all of a sudden, the snake started, like, crawling out of his mouth during the interview. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, Ch- Charlie's worst fucking nightmare.
1: <laughs> Glad they didn't show that on screen. I wish they had showed it. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, he, he... And he has, like, like, porn all over his office, just like Mulder did. Like, he, it's, it's isn't
0: weird. One of his pickup lines, he's literally like, I've seen you in a magazine. You were in penthouse, weren't you? I've got that so pinned funny. up in my office. And she's like, No, I was in vogue, you asshole.
1: Which it. So his whole character made me do like a triple take on like going over his actions in the whole movie. Cause at first he's just trying to pick up women at a bar, right? Yeah. He's our comic relief character. Then it's like, No, I'm a cop and I'm investigating temptation right so it's like okay that explains why he's weirded out by her because he knows that she's a suspect and it explains why he's in the bar every night because he's watching her right uh oh did he was he coming up with all these like pickup lines and like trying to be a bad pickup artist so he could like that was his cover maybe but then you get to his apartment and he has like it's like a, a porn like uh, screensaver and shit. So it's like, uh, I guess not like he's just like a horny cop, and he it's like convenient that he gets to hang out at a bar to watch her. It's hilarious. <laughs> he's
0: doing the Men in Black thing before Men in Black too.
1: True. He's yeah. man. This movie did everything. Uh,
0: for movie's it. ahead of its time. Well, I guess do we want to kind of like get into so. I I guess we can talk a little bit about, like, Kay and Dougie teaming up then, because, you know, we've introduced them a little bit. Kay is the best character in the movie. We need to talk about him more. You know, I will say this. I was very disappointed that he never actually got to shoot the Uzi,
1: that he, like, shows off at the very beginning of the movie. I know. that it's Man, they never shot Chekhov's gun. What's wrong
0: with it? (laughs) That's what I was going to say. They did, like, the most literal Chekhov's gun you could do, and then didn't do it. Honestly, that's sick, though. I respect that.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm... Like, this is no ordinary, like low-budget horror director. Like, he knows the tropes and he subverts them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, K was, to me, the most interesting character because he has the most interesting backstory, frankly, of having been in seminary or whatever and is now a moderately successful actor in New York doing, you know, I, he's, he's not like a movie star, but he's in some stuff.
1: He has an Uzi and all of it, apparently. A real yeah. one.
0: A real one. Yeah, he's like, I keep that bitch loaded. I'm like, what? Is that an Uzi or a Mac 10? That was an it Uzi. Matter. That's an Uzi. Okay. Mac 10s are much smaller. Fair enough. Um, video games. Just a reminder. <laughs> and Airsoft. Uh-huh. True. <laughs> Forgot about Airsoft. Anyways. Charlie okay. has joined the idea.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: he, he feels to me like the real star of the show and like the most fleshed out character like his apartment like I said that's my favorite set and part of that is because it's decorated really well and interestingly he's got like you know he's got art on the walls he's got the ridiculous like Reagan thing he's got you know poster on the door it I don't know it feels like a dude lives there and the way that he talks to Joel about You know, needing to, like, understand, see what it's like on the streets, meet more people outside of his small-town bubble. It feels very sincere, right? Like, that's the heart of the movie, is those two characters interacting. I wish that we got more of it. As as much as, again, my favorite scene, which we haven't discussed in detail yet, is Kay dying. (laughs) I wish he was around, like, at the end of the movie so he could have more time with Joel, but...
1: Yeah, their interactions are great, and they—it's like the best writing in the movie by far, yeah. mm-hmm. and a lot of it. Might, i don't know how much of it is like ad-libbed or, uh, or not, but it's man, he's just so charismatic, and like their relationship is great. We
0: get the whole like classic '90s outfit mon- like uh, ooh, excuse me. We get the whole classic, like, 90s outfit montage, too, with them, of him, yeah, like, that was trying great trying to get Joel to wear something cool for for going to a bar in New York. Which is a fantastic scene. Also, like, three of the outfits were literally just the same thing with, like, a different shirt on underneath or something. I don't know. It's an, it an important piece. They were running out of options. They were running out <laughs> of clothes. <options. laughs> that. <laughs> That was fun, though. Like, their yeah. their whole dynamic was... It was great. ...entertaining. It kept things moving, like, kind of in the middle where there was less violent demon murder going on.
1: Yeah, because, like, the beginning is just... I was worried they are just going to keep doing it because it shows her, like, violently murdered two guys in a row, I think. And I was getting a little yeah. bored, honestly. And then it really starts to pick up once they have, like, Kay in the movie and stuff. Mm-hmm.
0: That's true. I was like, is this the whole movie? Is it just gonna be her (laughs) seducing men and then vampire murdering them over and over? Because like that's kind of badass, but
1: Yeah, but also it's like it might get repetitive. Yeah. (laughs) Luckily they hold off on that after a while.
0: Oh, so going back to our thing from the beginning, the fortune teller they go to that Kay and sorry, I just saw this, that Kay and Dougie go to does say that she is a succubus. Oh, so, okay, gotcha. she is a succubus, not a vampire. Or, like, I guess a succubus is a demon, no. but... It's all, I mean, they're... It, the same vibe. Borrowing, yeah. you know, aspects of multiple things. It's its own character and creature, regardless oh, yeah. of the name. Um, Which he kills in a very interesting way. There were a couple times where I was like, is this movie trying to say something about religion?
1: Maybe, and
0: maybe, <laughs> but I'm honestly not sure. And I, it, I don't know. I'm not reading too much into Death by Temptation. Uh, I mean, he like blows her away with the the
1: cross beam. <laughs> uh, just the power of God. He just, nah. yeah. <laughs>
0: After she fucking Murk's grandma, no, she's fine. Poor one. Yeah, that. Well, she's fine, but I. She kind of got. She,
1: she got, got fucked beat up. up. Yeah, it was man. They, she sent her flying. It was uh, kind of really funny. I, I laughed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Just like I was not expecting an mm-hmm. old person to get beat up in this movie. Uh, oh, this movie
0: is also Blade before Blade. Um, but that comic yeah. had been around for a while. Anyways, yeah. Uh, yeah, like the end of the movie is he kills her with the cross. And then there's that thing with Dougie, like looking into the camera and saying one of his pickup lines, like really straight faced. I don't know what that was. So, Y'all are going to have to explain that to me, in, but Like then in hell
1: or something. <laughs> no, so it's yeah. like
0: it's so there's a succubus and then there's an incubus. And I guess they're kind of I don't know what the lore is behind, like becoming an incubus. I think they're kind of taking a page out of the vampire book, but it looks like she has made some of the men that she has attacked incubuses because so the scene, I'm assuming the scene you're talking about the supernatural scene that happens to Dougie is when he gets into the car Charlie. Uh... Um. So when they are, so Kay and Dougie come up with this whole plan to like poison Timtrist with holy water and it all goes awry. And so Dougie runs, gets into some like random guy's car. He's like, "I'm a cop. Open the door." And the guy, <laughs> the cop, dr- I can do
1: this. Open the door.
0: <laughs> the guy driving the car is the bartender from the very beginning of the film that gets turned into an incubus. And there's like another demon thing and like a wedding veil in the yeah. back seat that attacks Doug. And then at the end of the movie, the uh. Limo that Doug or uh, that Dougie arrives to the bar in, K is the driver. Mm-hmm. So it's like I don't know if it's supposed to be hell or if it's supposed to be that they've like come back You've to the turned. bar as incubuses to like continue this cycle uh, okay. of maybe you know. sequel bait. Yeah, I, I think it's a bit of sequel bait. Yeah. yeah. Well, because also... that's the the very end is Joel like monologuing about Resisting temptation, and perhaps one day he will have to do it again. Yeah. Uh, Also,
1: the the band Incubus formed in 1991, a year after this movie, really makes you think. (laughs) Another
0: thing they beat. (laughs) Uh, Also, the line Doug says is a line that Temptress said like earlier in the movie. The whole thing of like use a cigarette cigarette lighter, it'll last longer.
1: Yeah. I get that. Thank you for explaining the end of the movie to me. I was really kind of confused. It, I it. I had
0: sense. to, like, kind of roll it back. Like Also, I was very confused when, like, the whole thing with Joel happens and all of a sudden his grandmother's there. I had to rewatch that part because, I'm not going to lie, I was playing Elden Ring while I was watching this movie. And
1: all of a sudden oh I look up and I'm God. like,
0: what the fuck? There's a grandmother here.
1: <laughs> the
0: grandma, like, kicking the door in was sick it was
1: amazing yeah her coming to the rescue i was like hell yeah that's awesome it's like get away from my baby i was like that's amazing
0: it's so good classic grandma okay so my favorite scene Kay, in R-D-K. his apartment after uh fleeing the the scene of the holy water failed assassination oh, yeah he's in his apartment and the Ronald Reagan fucking papier-mâché head behind his TV starts talking for some reason. He's got a gun and a flashlight. I'm not entirely clear what was going on here, but they're, like, on the TV or, like, scenes of him, like, in one of his
1: movies, I think. Yeah. Yeah, uh, like that or, like, a audition tape or something like that. But he's, like, dressed the same. It's very interesting.
0: Yeah. And he's, like, inching towards the TV with the gun as the Ronald Reagan head whispers sweet nothings. Uh, And then he gets Videodrome swallowed by the TV. Long live the new flesh.
1: (laughs) Basically exactly like Videodrome.
0: (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. And then it spits out a bunch of guts, and then there was that thing with the face... That was yeah. the scariest part of the movie, was the face pressing against the inside of the TV.
1: Genuinely unsettling scene. The guts were gross, and then the face was gross. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it's... All this
0: with the evil Ronald Reagan head cackling in the background. Incredible yeah. stuff. What
1: could this mean? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's where, like, there was a couple moments where I was like, is there some kind of, like, commentary on the AIDS crisis going on here because that is part of it is Ronald Reagan and his administration abandoning the gay and black communities to deal with AIDS uh, when they knew what it was and they just didn't tell people anyways but also crack also yeah also insert every terrible thing that has happened (laughs) in the last 40 years but um anyways I you know if uh, they were trying to
1: do that. I so, message received. I guess. And yeah, that scene. There was a message. For sure. <laughs> that one. Was I don't know about the list. rest of the movie, but that scene. But
0: that was scene was bad. literally about Ronald Reagan eating young black men. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the, um you know, I if we're if we're gonna kind of like talk a little bit though about favorite scenes, I think mine that we 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 kind of brushed over a little bit is when they go to the uh the psychic to kind of figure out like what the hell all of this is mm-hmm. and you know Kay's like, all right, well what do we like what do we need to do? How do we stop her? And Dougie is just like, do we need to like cut out her heart? Like or cut out her still beating heart and bury it on hollowed crown and Kay's like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we have to do all that shit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that was just right. completely taken off guard by <laughs> Dude, how I, fucked up Dougie is.
1: I wanted to see more of that. This movie, this is one of the rare movies where I'm like, this could have been longer. Because I want to see more of this like duo of Kay yeah. and like Dougie. Because uh, mm-hmm. even later on when they give her the holy water... Uh, he's like, all right. When she drinks this holy water, she's gonna be coughing and farting and shitting, <laughs> and, like, up. I was like, oh my god! Like, it, like did you write this? Or did they he come up but it? It's, It, it was the funniest good. thing ever.
0: They are a great duo. Like, uh, mm-hmm. it would have been great to see more uh, scenes of uh, them being yep. the the cop, the the supernatural cops of New York.
1: It's was a shame that they were together for like fifteen minutes before their plan just fails horribly yep. and they both get murdered. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Like trying to—that's where I—I yeah, I feel like the only thing between this movie and like success is was just like an editor. There were a couple kind of jarring cuts that didn't really work, mm-hmm. and then the way that. Like you said, I, I think they could have used more time with Kaya Dougie, more time with Kaya Joel. If it had just been, like, paced a little differently, mm-hmm. and then been edited together in a way that removed some of the stuff that was, like, kind of off-putting. I think it would have been, like, I don't know. Also, <laughs> I, mean, so Charlie, I, I, I almost said, like, genuinely good. I like the movie, but... Are, are you telling me that this movie could have been longer than an hour and a half. I don't know if it's that, necessarily. <laughs> I will not cross that line. <laughs> I Maybe, like, a little bit, but... I think it, there were maybe a few things that needed to be cut and replaced with more of the dynamic duos. And that that's the only, like knock i have against the movie that isn't just like oh they clearly didn't have the money to do x thing they could have done right
1: yeah for me some of it is like uh i think some of the writing isn't like great like some of the conversations are a little weird Mm -hmm. and like the dialogue can feel a little stilted sometimes uh but like like overall like the like the bones of the movie seem really good it's just maybe like a co-writer or something like I will not even say like take uh like James Bond third off the writing because I think he had a lot of really fun ideas he had more <laughs> good ideas than bad ones for sure <laughs> yeah right? like uh and definitely keep him as director um maybe find someone else for like the lead role but I think he casted himself really well because he's like a little more awkward than a lot of the people he's acting next to, like compared to like K or temptation, like Mm -hmm. I don't think he's as good of an actor as them, but he's playing like a really socially awkward character. So it kind of works. Like anytime you can tell when he's trying to ad lib and it just like doesn't totally land, but it works for his character and it wouldn't work for any other character. Right. Like he, Mm -hmm. I think I don't know what the thought process was about, like, what character you chose to play, but it ended up working out, like, (laughs) pretty good. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But, like, in my perfect world for this movie, you you probably wouldn't have your director be the lead actor still, right? (laughs) Yeah.
0: Do we know her relationship to the director? Because her name is Cynthia Bond, the woman that plays...
1: Mm i looked this up because i was so curious i was like did this guy make a whole movie about having an incredibly sexy smart wife <laughs> 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 how fucking cool would that be uh no they're not related uh he's not no. married to her there's just two people with the last name bond fascinating <laughs> <laughs> from what i can tell it's really hard. there's not a lot of information out there about this movie yeah Uh, so like maybe they are but neither of them went on to do a lot at least not a lot that's recorded on the internet and like i don't know google is terrible now but i really struggled to find anything about them other than like i'm pretty sure they're not married and they're like definitely not blood related Uh (laughs) because that would be weird because they make out in the movie (laughs) So,
0: I I, ju- I did just realize this. I've got the the DVD. I was wondering if like, is there like a DVD of this film out there? And I guess yes, there is because Videodrome literally had James Bond the third holding it. Yeah. Um, so I I believe he is from Atlanta. Is he really? I think he lives here. Um, nice. And I, mean, I guess he
1: was like renting a movie. It'd be weird to do that. Like not. Yeah, he was just at
0: Videodrome <laughs> earlier this week. Uh, it's like you're not getting this back. <laughs> but on the cover of the DVD, there is an Atlanta Journal Constitution quote about Hell, this yeah. movie saying everything a vampire in Brooklyn should have been. Which I, I've never seen a vampire in Brooklyn and I know nothing about the film, but I love that there is an Atlanta Journal Constitution quote <laughs> that's great. on this movie. Yeah, also, would... going to what Will said at the beginning about how, like, he does, he's not this self-centered, like, director, actor, producer guy. He doesn't even, like, slap himself on the cover of this movie. He I has... Put, gotta put Samuel L. Jackson on the Yeah, cover. he has <laughs> Kadeem Hardison, who plays K and Samuel L. Jackson. And the only place his name is is where it says, like, James Bond the Third's Death by Temptation. Yeah.
1: Isn't I think, like, Temptation isn't even on the cover, is she? No.
0: Well, she is in her, like, kind of weird vampire succubus form, like, ah, faded okay. in the background. Gotcha. Because
1: this is another... Okay, especially in a movie that's written, directed, led by the same guy. Especially budget horror movie. Especially a movie about a succubus. You're going to have alarm bells go off about, like how are women about to be treated in this film, right? Uh, never a fun conversation to have, but this movie, uh, from a a dude's perspective, at least, uh, pretty good about that. Uh, all the men are the dumbest people in the world. And the one woman (laughs) in it is in, uh, total control, incredibly evil, but like, uh, in like a really cool way (laughs) the -hmm. whole time. Um, and like yeah that's like it, it doesn't feel like the whole movie is like oh like well okay th- there's a little bit of like it shames everyone for having premarital sex not just women so there's that but it is a little bit of like like it seems pretty religious but it's like it was at least like equal opportunity right it's like mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know, so I was pleasantly surprised by that, because that was another thing I was really worried about watching this movie.
0: Oh my god, guys. I have discovered a whole world of films for us to watch.
1: Is it the the production company who did this has... Yes. Like, they only make stuff like this, and they all look amazing.
0: (laughs) And they're also all, like, named after the production company, too. So it's Troma Video... And, like, they have a Romeo and Juliet one that's called Tromeo and Juliet. They have a Star Wars-looking one that's called Troma's War. Um, And in one of them, Class of Nukem High, the town it's in is called Tromaville. Incredible. What the hell? (laughs) We are going to have to dive into some of these. Uh, Surf Nazis Must Die. That's a title.
1: Dude, there's some... Yeah, there's some good stuff on their website, although they really need, like... I clicked onto this movie's, like, page, and I didn't see, like, a buy button anywhere. It's just like, we made this film, good luck. <laughs> <I'm> like, what? <laughs> Sell it, come on. <laughs>
0: Poultry Geist, Night of the Chicken Dead.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which... Honestly, like, compared to at least, like, the titles of a lot of those movies, like, this movie is incredibly highbrow compared to, like, it isn't trying to be, it's not like a Sharknado thing, like, it's not trying to be stupid, mm-hmm. it, it isn't stupid, I, I don't think I would ever call it that, right, like, it, most of the times I laughed at this movie were parts where it was intentionally funny. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, the characters making a joke, Uh, like, it's, it's great, or, like, I mean, I laugh at like horror when it gets ridiculous, and there are some parts that get like really crazy. Like when (laughs) they just like throw the grandma and start like choking her in the corner. (laughs) I was like, what is going on? (laughs) Like, shit really hit the fan in that scene. Just Mm -hmm. like ripped his hand off. That was disgusting. Yeah, Uh, that was nasty. This movie like takes itself, I think, just as seriously as it needs to. Um, I, I keep saying it, but the, this this director like really I think approached it from like a really good place and like did a great job. <laughs> uh-huh.
0: Yeah, I think it's really clever with like whenever something a little ridiculous is happening in the middle third of the movie, and you're you know maybe losing your ability to take it seriously, they'll kind of reel you back in with a joke but not a joke that is making fun of itself right it's like a you know a joke the characters would make within the context of what's happening yeah so it's kind of
1: a character being stupid or something yeah but yeah
0: exactly it you know there's a bit of levity where like you need it Mm -hmm. to stay invested if that makes sense yeah that sounds like i'm shitting on it for being stupid and i'm not because i again i don't think it's stupid i just think that the comedy is well placed granted i guess k dying is pretty serious and the ronald reagan head eating him through the tv is very funny but like
1: in a you know it's not that serious i think it, it comes was back as, a, as it comes back as an incubus cab driver it's not <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> serious
0: like a as in like you know one of the main characters is dying but like it's clearly supposed to be ridiculous yeah so
1: this movie it 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 it, it knows what it is right nothing it feels like it's on accident uh which like i think that's like the number one sign of like a so bad it's good movie that like it doesn't really know what it is (laughs) like it Mm -hmm. doesn't have a firm identity of what's going on but this this movie really does i was like i i didn't really know what to expect for this movie but uh i i've really never seen anything like quite uh, quite like uh, Death by Temptation. <laughs> uh, I had yeah. fun.
0: I did too. It was a great film. Like it's, it, it was a really fun '90s camp horror film. I loved it. I mm-hmm. This is a killer. Like, throw on a popcorn movie with some friends or a date or something that are like movie people because, like, you know even most movie people have never heard of this
1: yeah and they'll have
0: you got to get some some uh get some credit for finding something original and you're gonna have a good time because it's a fun movie
1: yeah and it's fun from like if you like looking at how movies are like made and stuff there's a lot of really fun shots and like Mm. cool things that this movie's doing that will definitely keep your attention i think uh and you can go rent it at uh video drone We're not sponsored by them, but you, you should do that. Or I guess you can buy it from them. I don't know how the store works. <laughs> it's video <Videodrome, laughs> rental it's, store. It's
0: a rental store. They have some things for sale, but it's mostly rentals. No, yeah. Park true. and I rented something from there for we an episode, rented like Old Boy or, yeah. because I that's couldn't find nice. I couldn't find like the full
1: cut of Old Boy, not even on
0: Amazon. <laughs> yeah,
1: I want to go there now that I'm back. Uh <laughs> we can <laughs> actually like out. have
0: watch parties for some of our stuff.
1: Yeah, I can make a pilgrimage. I'm gonna pick Batman this week. Make y'all go
0: see Batman with me, and then go straight to Parks' house and record. I'm, fine I'm not gonna that, do that. Actually, I, I kind of just... want to.
1: This is the first Batman movie I've wanted to see in a long time. <laughs> Wait, that I also
0: want to see it. It comes out on Friday. I uh, don't know if I want to podcast it though. Maybe we'll see. We'll talk about it. <laughs> yeah, but I do want to see it. I've seen some reviews say it's amazing. IGN's uh. Not to go off-topic with Batman reviews, but IGN's uh, film section editor gave it a 10. Damn. But then I saw somebody else be like, this movie sucks ass. (laughs) So... (laughs) Uh. Only one way to find out. Well, anyways. Yeah. I think we pretty much covered recommendations, too, with our, our last little bit there. I think it's pretty clear we would recommend this movie. I mean, you know, if you don't like gross horror you know you know who you are why why are you listening to this don't watch this movie but otherwise watch this movie i had a good time
1: yeah oh cool. before before we do plugs and stuff got a shout out we met like almost our entire fan base over the weekend Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> shouts out to everyone who uh i mean park already knew you because park is the only person who advertises this but uh <laughs> me and charlie like met y'all uh, and that was super fun. I'm not going to say anyone's name on the internet because I didn't ask permission to, but uh, <laughs> shouts out to everyone I met. Yeah. That was cool.
0: Hello, all of you. That was, that was fun. I had a good time. And also the one person that you and I know.
1: Yeah. But, if if yeah. you want us to talk about you, let us know. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we can. It'd be weird content. But <laughs> <laughs> Just further solidify our niche of
0: this group because you can advertise
1: on here we won't <laughs> charge you if we're friends <laughs>
0: advertise unless y'all want to start doing
1: that <laughs>
0: mm. <laughs> okay well <laughs> that's the show thanks for listening we appreciate it new episodes every thursday uh find us on the stuff at chump pod park on instagram at summer hour underscore brewing will on twitter at will post words youtube at will johnson me on Twitter, Charlie B posts uh, where I will probably post unannounced YouTube projects. Okay, cool. That's everything. New movie next week Death by Temptation. Go watch it. Ran it from Video Drum. All right. Bye bye. Bye.